Huggies. We're back. We're back. Welcome. Episode three of Hugs and Hugs. Here she is. Here she is. We talk about our trips to Florida that we just took. Right. We talk about some serious stuff that's going on with my family. Yeah. We talk about uh, all gender bathrooms. All gender bathrooms. We talk about butt sounds. <laughs> we, <laughs> why is that funny? We talk about our preferred emojis. We talk about emojis. We talk about I'm, so much. All right. I'm excited. It's going to be really fun. It is. Thank you for listening. Hugs and Hugs. Episode three begins now. Yay. Huggies. Huggies. What's up? Not much. It's been a while. I just want to first address your oh, sound boy. check. Yeah. So obviously before we record, we have to test the microphones. Oh boy. And every time I go, Megan, check your microphone. And this is what you do. I go, check, check. One, two. Huggies. No, stop, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm like raping you. Or I something. know. Why well, do you do I don't that? know. I do it just because I know that like at some point during the podcast, I'm going to be saying that. I'm going to be needing to like tell you to shut up so I can say something. Okay. So that's a proper, that's an, that's like a very accurate. Every time I go, I go, all right, Megan, Tessie, you're like, Huggy, stop. I'm like, what are you doing? I, it's, 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 a most, it's the most accurate sound check. Okay. Well, now that we got that out of the way, the microphones sound good. It's been a while. It's been a while because you were in Florida and then I went, the day you got back, I went to Florida. It like kind of worked out stupidly, but we're here now. We both had pretty crazy trips. Yeah. Do you want, should I talk about mine first since I went first? Yeah. So how, how long were you there? I was in Florida for about 10 days. I got back about eight days ago. Yeah. So there's been been a gap in the hugs and hugs. And the hugs and hugs. And then I was there for eight days. I think you were there for eight days. Um, My trip was crazy. I played a lot of music. Uh, The craziest part was that I found out that my mom has cancer. Yikes. Yikes. Kind of. It is yikes. Cancer fucking sucks, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's like best case cancer scenario right if that makes sense so my mom had this like awful cough huge blessing in disguise this cough because she went in and she ended up getting a cat scan and they're like oh we found something in your lung they would have never found it if my mom didn't have this horrible cough right so literally textbook definition of blessing in disguise right so then my mom had to get a thing called a pet scan right which is like I don't know, next level CAT scan. They put some like radiation stuff in it so they can really check out what's going on. And uh, they do the PET scan and they find out that my mom's growth in her chest is like 96% cancer. So I, there, I guess there's a 4% chance she doesn't have cancer. Okay. But... It's like one inch by one inch. That's why I say best case scenario because it really is. They, they, they appear to have caught it really early. It looks like they'll be able to go in there and dig it out, but we don't know until my mom gets her biopsy results. How, is, how did that all play out? Like when she told your brother and you and your dad and how is everyone reacting? Like how is she feeling? Um, before she went in to get the results, I talked to her the night before and she's like, I really think I have cancer. And I'm like, Jesus, it's kind of heavy, man. You know I what mean, I mean? I don't, yeah, but she wasn't of. like upset about it. So I called her and she's like, yeah. Or I actually got a hold of my dad and he's like, your mother has cancer. <laughs> <laughs> your dad, your dad. Oh yeah, just laugh at the. No, no, no my no. dad is funny. No, no, no. it's yeah. okay. It's okay to laugh about this because my mom's attitude is amazing. And so 
like right out of the gates, he's like, she's got cancer, but it's one inch by one inch. We're going to kick this fucking cancer in the ass. Like he's yeah. very, and my mom, yeah. he's, like he's being gangster about it. He's a big, he's being very gangster and <laughs> gangster, <laughs> gangster with a R <laughs> with an R. Yeah. He's not gangsta about yeah, it. No, no, no. Gangster. gangster. Yeah. And, um, my mom's attitude is just amazing. She's like, it is what it is. We're going to, we're going to kick this thing's butt. So she got a biopsy last week. And uh, we find out the results tomorrow at noon Eastern time. So that's that. Boy. Um, they went in. They, they knocked her out. They put a thing in her chest. Yeah. I, I didn't know anything about biopsies yeah. or cancer. How does this work? So they suck out a little piece of the cancer thing and they break Where it Where did down. they go in through? Through like her chest? Right through, through her chest. So it's in her lung. So do they have to like cut her open? Or no, is it just like, like a needle? They like stick a needle in there. Oh, God. But my mom is a champion. I talked to her an hour later. She's like, yeah, no, that was easy. Yeah. Like, you are badass. Yeah. But it's weird that she has lung cancer because she did smoke, but like literally quit 30 years ago. Right. Well, there are, and there are also th- times where like um, people get lung cancer specifically and don't ha- like never smoked or or anything. Sometimes it is just genetic and sometimes it just happens. I know. And this has got me freaking out. Yeah. If it's genetic. So then should I just smoke as much as I want? No, don't. Okay, okay. No, don't. that's not it. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not the But point. I need to like get my insurance in check yeah. now because I'm like, oh man, I need to get like a pet scan. I don't know. I need to make sure I don't I have I know. Cancer. Well, when it comes to that, like that's like a whole nother thing. So I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. Yes. And okay. <laughs> You're very quick to say yes. <laughs> well, I, mean, you know. I mean, I just, so I always feel like I'm dying and I... Um, I, there, I was going through something like a couple years ago. I happened to be really stressed out and I was, had a lot of anxiety. Like there was a relationship shit going on and whatever. Um, so I was experiencing all these weird things. Like my mouth was like constantly like tingling kind Ugh. of, I know it sounds, this is going to sound so gross, but it was like, I felt like my mouth was burning Mm-hmm. And like I kept having what I thought was maybe like acid reflux or something, but like I've never experienced, I've never had heartburn or acid reflux. So like I was like, what the hell's going on? I went to like, all, like all of my doctors, and they were like, I don't know what that is. So I looked it up on my own, which isn't the best thing to do is get on you know the internet, and it was something called burning mouth syndrome. You had burning mouth I syndrome. I had burning mouth. It's an actual thing, but like it could be associated with so many things mm-hmm. that like. Most doctors don't even know what about it, or ha- because it's not like like a th- there's no like diagnosis really for it or whatever. Did they have an antibiotic for you? No, there no, there's nothing. no. They had nothing. They could not a Z pack. Yeah, or- and my one doctor thought I was nuts. That, well, I also go to her like all the time. Like so, rightly so. She was just like she thought I was being crazy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I sought out like a specialist, like a neurologist, because then I was like maybe I've had a stroke, <laughs> like maybe like something's wrong, like whatever. So I went and I saw this like crazy, this like uh big like neurologist in Beverly Hills so I was telling her all these things I was like this burning mouth syndrome I know everyone thinks I'm crazy but like it's a real thing she's like oh no I've heard about it so she knew I was like oh thank god and I was like so what is it she's like well yeah it can be associated with so many things it could be anxiety it could be like your diet it could be numerous things and people don't doctors don't really talk about like it's not really something that they know about because it's kind of a process of elimination Mm -hmm. and there's no like thing to fix it so how did so you just eventually went away it eventually went 
a way I did like I was so worked up about my anxiety and things and I was taking all of these vitamins I was on this vitamin kick and I was taking those little emergency packets mm-hmm. like I was taking like three of them a day oh, God. and so my doctor was like when when she was like okay tell me do you take any pills like did I was like vitamins I was like yeah I have all these vitamins they start listing You're them like off. I take all of the I vitamins. take all of the vitamins <laughs> she started writing them down as I'm listing them off eventually she stopped because I was like uh I was like echinacea vitamin d3 uh, folic acid like naming all of these things yeah. she, she put her clipboard out she like looked at me and she's like okay she's like well one why are you taking all of these <laughs> and I'm like I just feel like it just makes me better she's like no your body doesn't need all of that um, you're wasting your money because you're essentially shitting it out anyway like right. peeing it out anyway you're getting it from what you eat all those nutrients anyway um, so you got burning mouth syndrome from taking too much echinacea? <laughs> well, well, I think I was so focused. I was hyper-focused <laughs> on what, what was happening to me that it was yeah. even causing my stress even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I told When I told her that I take these emergency packets, she's like, okay, well, how many are you taking? I'm like, I don't know, maybe sometimes like three, four a day. You were taking four emergency packets Sometimes, a day? yeah. Those and she, are like 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C she, per pack. Yes, I know. And she was like, okay. She's like, well, there is a problem right there. She's like, those little packets are pure acid she's like yeah so if you're experiencing heartburn or anything like that you're you're like literally burning your esophagus Mm -hmm. she's like read the back so i read the back of the pack and it says don't exceed more than three times a week i was doing like three a day oh my god anyway but to go back to the thing so i'm at the neurologist and i'm just like is there a way that we can i can just get like a um like what is it of the brain? What um uh what's the brain scan? The cats uh MRI. An no. MRI. Okay, yeah. I'm like, can I just get like an MRI? She's like, you don't need an MRI. She's like, I would have to write you a prescription. I'm like, can you just write me a prescription? She's like, I'm not allowed to write you a prescription. They're like, they don't get prescriptions for being a hypochondriac. <laughs> right. She's like, unless you have specific symptoms that say you possibly had a stroke, mm-hmm. then I'm not allowed to give you the prescri- the prescription because your insurance won't cover it. So that led me to this whole thought of like how fucked up our insurance system is Mm -hmm. obviously and it's like the fact that I regardless of whatever it's my insurance I should be able to say I and I know that the radiology and all that you don't want all of that you know on your body it's not Mm -hmm. good for you but if I'm having these weird symptoms and I'm like I want a pet scan I want an entire scan of my entire body to see if there's anything weird in there and I can't do that that's so fucked up. Like you have to actually wait until something is wrong in order to check it. Yeah. No. Isn't and, that messed up? And even with the insurance now, when my mom got the PET scan, I mean, she's it's still like 200 bucks a pop. You know yeah. I mean? The insurance covers a little bit of it, but it's still really, really expensive. <sighs> and the weird thing. We should just be able to get a full scan of our body if we want. I mean, I currently am uninsured. You need to get on that like ASAP. Well, I was insured like just, yeah, I got to figure it out. I'm Obamacare, but who knows? Is Trump taking it away? I don't know what's going on. It's uh, ridiculous. What's going on? Is he under criminal? He's in an under criminal investigation. Currently. I don't know. I hope he gets fired soon. I just don't like the man. Yeah, but then we have fucking Mike Pence. It's, 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 a, a, it's a lose-lose. It's a lose. We're fucked. <laughs> but this leads to, to the next thing about, about the cancer. So my mom has cancer. I ended up having like some of the best conversations I've ever had with her in my life. Yeah. I don't know. Just you get to business. You kind of unfortunately when tragic things happen, that's when like family comes together and that's when you like talk about really important things. And my family is super tight to begin with, but like just I was having these amazing late night conversations with my mom. It was awesome. But one of the things that really bugged me is when we found out that my mom like 96% had cancer. Uh, I texted her sister, my aunt, and I go... Wait, why? Just letting her know. 
Okay. It was just being like, just, hey. So your mom didn't let her know? Well, it, I, it was literally right after I found out. My mom was busy with the, you know, she was You just, wanted to inform the fam. I was just informing the fam. Yes, my mom ended up telling her. Yeah. But I go, uh, hey, Aunt Allie, just found out that my mom has cancer. It, it looks like it's in one spot, so hopefully we can just get rid of it. Um, I just wanted to let you know. I hope everything's well. And she goes, thank you, Brian, for letting me know. Three hours later, I go, hey, did you hear from Aunt Allie, Mom? And she goes, no, I haven't, I haven't heard from my sister. What? And I'm like, what? And so my mom goes, let me text her. Okay. How was their relationship up until this point? Like, do they have a good relationship? With- okay. They do. It's, it's okay. Now, I'm on a text thread with my aunt, my brother, and my mom. And we're always just talking, hey, this is what I'm doing in California. And then a lot of times she's always sending, like, texts about what my cousins Baxter and Brooke are doing. Sometimes you'll throw in a dick pic. Never. <laughs> no, Aunt <laughs> okay. Allie does not get the dick pic. Okay, okay. No right. dick pics for Aunt Allie. <laughs> okay. Or my mother. I think it's a little unfair. Or my brother. I think Those it's- are the three people I would never I'm send sorry, my dick I, to. I think it's a little unfair. Okay, anyways. Okay. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, but my mom and my aunt haven't spoken in, like, a year and a half. And that's because my aunt and my uncle and my cousins came to visit my family a year and a half ago. And during that visit, they found out that my grandfather, who passed away a couple years ago, his ashes were missing. My parents had just moved, and I guess in the process of moving... And they were holding them. My mom and my dad were holding the ashes. So it's turned into... So my grandfather... Yeah, my grandfather's ashes are missing. It turned into this Did you ever find him? Where is your grandfather? I don't know. He's. I don't know. It's no. That's again. It's kind of fucked up. But the thing is, so my aunt got really mad at my mom about this. It was a whole dramatic thing, but she really had no place to. It was an accident. It right. does suck. Right. Also, the last two years of my grandfather's life, he lived with my mom and dad, and my mom literally was wiping his ass right. like the last two months of his life, right. taking care of him one hundred percent. Okay, the ashes are gone, but chill out. Right. Anyways, they haven't spoken in person or on the phone in a year and a half. Because we, of that. Because of that. But uh. we do have a text thread. So anyways, my mom ends up texting my Aunt Allie. Hey, Allie, I got cancer, blah, blah, blah. Long thing, just explaining what's going on. And she responds, when's the biopsy? No, like, oh, my God, I hope you're Okay. Fucking praying hand emoji. Anything. A heart. Anything. Anything that's I mean, nice. Yeah. And so my mom goes, oh, the biopsy's next week. And then my aunt responds, well, hopefully Gary can go with you. Like there's just no like sense of like, like sure. Oh my gosh, like, you, how yeah. do you feel? Anything. Yeah. There's nothing. So I find this out and I'm like, that's it. I mean, at least a heart. At least a heart. The praying hands are really good too. That would have been ideal. It's a solid emoji. Yeah. yeah. And so... I'll just send a, a, a yellow heart sometimes. A yellow heart's great. You can yeah. send the dancing guy. Yeah, the whatever. The new one with the dude juggling. I don't care. That's Something a good one. That's, that's a good one. Another good one is the girl that's doing the uh, up, the handstand, the cartwheel. Handstand? That's yours. That's your go-to. That's my go-to. And that's great. Yeah. You send it to it's me. It's pure I'm excitement. Happy. Yeah. You didn't send anything nice. Okay. So I go, that's it. I'm calling Allie right now. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Now my brother goes, no. Do not do this. And I'm, I'm, so I'm kind of intense. You're Me working. and my brother are like yin yang. Yeah. You know my brother. Yeah. He's very chill. He's the sweetest person. He's on the, the face. voice of reason. Voice of reason. Smart. Loving. He's like a perfect dude. Yeah. So I go, fine. I won't say anything. He's like, just wait. So we wait. 
Meanwhile, you're getting hated. I'm just waiting. I'm playing it out in my head exactly everything I want to tell her. Six days later. Oh, my God. I'm at a gig. Still nothing. I'm at a gig. My brother's playing percussion with me at the gig. Still haven't heard anything. My brother goes, did you see the text? Oh, no. There's a text. He goes, Ann Allie sent a text. Oh, God. To the group text. So this went to me, my mom, Ann Allie sent it, and to my brother. So my cousin's interning at the White House right now, Baxter. He's awesome. Oh, so it's a picture of him shaking hands with Donald Trump. I can't. I, ha- I have a lot of questions for Baxter. Can we get him on? Yes. One, yeah, we can get him on. And then there's a picture of him with Rick Scott, who is, I think he's the governor of Florida, or he was. Is he still? I know. I don't keep up. Yeah. And so she writes, every day is an adventure for Baxter. Oh, that's, my I go, God. Greg, Greg goes, do not respond. I'm like, Greg, this is it. She, every day is an adventure for Baxter. So she's communicating with us, but didn't say anything nice to my mom. Right. I respond back. Oh, God. Do you want to hear what we're I said? So the, yes, and we're so the same person. Do you want to? Yes, ready? yes. <clears throat> I go, with all due respect, Ann Alley, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> my mom has cancer, and you didn't even have the decency to give her a phone call or write her anything with even the slightest bit of compassion. Legitimately, go fuck yourself. <gasps> Did you clear this with your parents before you sent it? No, I cleared, okay. it. I cleared it with my brother. And okay. he's like, you do you. Because yeah. he knows, I, I mean, there's yeah. nothing going to stop me. And Allie responds, I reached out to your how mom. Far, how far long, like, how long did it take her? Two minutes later. Ugh. I reached out to your mom. I guess she neglected to tell you. So I call my mom. I go, did Ann Allie call you? She goes, no, the last she talked to me was, hopefully Gary can go to your biopsy. <gasps> so that was her reach. Okay. I reached out. So I. Fuck off. Fuck off. So I respond, no compassion at all. You suck. And so does Donald Trump and Rick Scott. I'm done with you. Great. Mic drop. And then I left the conversation. So oh, right after that says, you left the, the conversation. conversation. So I was like my mic drop. Yeah. Haven't heard from her since. My mom. Leaving goes, the conversation is a big move. Big move. Yeah. Leaving a group text oh, when it's heated. Oh, it is the Ooh, biggest move. It's a mic drop. It's a mic drop. So I, yeah. my mom goes, thank you so much. She was, she was proud that I did it, but I couldn't bite my tongue anymore. No, no. This is your sister. Yeah. Yeah, I look, I support I support it. I mean, my mom would say something like, well, you didn't have to be so harsh. You know, they're on this big kick of like saying things kindly and saying things the best way you can, which I essentially agree with. Right. We, we should all be communicating with each other the best, most kindest way possible. But sometimes somebody needs a fuck off. To yeah. fucking hear it. I know. And, and it's just been building up. And also, just throughout the years, I just feel like she's never treated my mom quite right. My mom always yeah. has people over. She cooks for everyone. Yeah. She's very sweet. And I just net. And that, it was the straw, gigantic straw that, that broke the camel's back. And I, 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 feel, I felt. I Why had to go on stage this? after that. I was like shaking because it was so. It took so much out oh, of me God, to leave yeah. that text message. It's like when you get into an argument with somebody and you like black out kind of during the yeah. argument because it's so heated. You like yeah. lo- it's like all rage. But then my last set was awesome. It was yeah. for my mom and I felt good. Oh, good. But uh, I don't know. So my mom hasn't. Oh, so excuse me. After I sent that text message, the next day she does call my mom, and I go, mm. and I go, how was it? My mom goes, she was so cold. And I'm like, poor you. I'm like, mom, you have so much love and support. I don't know why she's being this way. I guess yeah. people react to things differently, but what the heck? Yeah. This is the kind of thing, though, when a family member has cancer that you don't even you right, don't think about all this, these different aspects of it and how it affects your family relationships. Right. I think that there's, there's certain times where you kind of just have to let all the bu- other bullshit just go. You just have to let it go. Like, 
what's happening now is the important thing to talk about. Like, let's just like, yeah, you're upset about the ashes. No one knows where the fuck grandpa is. You know, all right. We're, I'm sorry about that. Grandpa's missing. You know, maybe he's happy. Who knows? Maybe you left him somewhere. Oh, my grandfather was a playboy. He's out banging other ashes. Yeah, I mean, he's living. His ashes are fine. He's fine. Like, it, it's like you just got to let it go and be there for that well, like it was an accident it, and my, right and it was an accident took care of him and i get totally. it i get it it is a weird scenario and it's a messed up situation but geez louise yeah i mean i think bottom line with anything is like it goes down to like intent because it was an accident like right. think about that like she wasn't being careless with the ashes like she fucking took care of him every yes. single day like wiped his ass right a little literally bit. wiped his ass yeah families are families are oh well one i'm so i'm sorry about all of this no it's okay and my mom is being so freaking awesome i mean it's honestly making our family even stronger not with ann alley but uh yeah it is about living now and if ann alley were to make one phone call and was just like i'm sorry i was that okay all of it gone it's all gone yeah i don't hold grudges yeah. i really don't yep. it's I don't, I don't have time for it i think i hate having negative i hate having this with ann alley right now but yeah. i had to stick up for my mom yeah no praying hand emoji like i can't even believe that and speaking of emojis mm. i can't help but notice oh boy Whenever you send me okay. an emoji. For those of you that don't know Megan, she is a white woman. I'm a white woman, yep. <laughs> and every time, like, whenever you send me, like, I'm like, all right, I'll meet you there. You know, you send the thumbs up. Yeah. You always send a black thumbs a up. A black thumbs up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, are you racist? What is, what come is, on, am I like, racist? I don't know. Why Get a grip. The black Get emoji? a grip. Am I racist? Where did that come from? What the fuck? <laughs> I am not, I am the furthest thing from racist one. Okay, so like, back the fuck off. I. Is it a joke? When did this start? Why yeah, are you, it, you know why what do it you is? use it, the black it emojis? Mean, it means very little to me. Like, it holds very little weight. When the emojis first became a thing, and when the emojis, um, when they progressed into other shades, like all of a sudden you could turn, you could turn the dancing girl into a, 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 a Hispanic dancing girl or a black dancing girl. Like, you know, when that happened, I was thrilled. I, well, because I, I just thought it was like, what, what progression, what progression yeah, in our, no, I agree. you know, that we're even considering emojis. That's a wonderful thing. Um, so I think I was just full of joy with that, that I chose the black thumb right away. So that's your default. So if I go to your phone and I look at the thumb, black oh, she's right. Oh, yeah. She's right there. I, I, she's right there. I, she's in my top, my top five. And I, so it means, it means, it means nothing. It just means no, that I know. I when just... it first happened, I was excited about it. I thought it was funny. And so, yeah, I don't know. And I could see how somebody would, like people that are, Obviously, I don't think I'm right. making a joke. I know, but every time you send me the black, I'm just always like, well, "Look at this little yeah, what, spicy meatball." Spicy meatball. It's just a, I don't know. I think it's spicy to go with the black thumbs up emoji. It's, it's, it's. I mean, I guess I can reconsider my emoji choices, but I mean, I think and not even the black. It's the blackest thumbs up. It is the blackest. You know, like how it goes from white to black. Yeah, you choose the thumb all the way on the right. Yeah, and that's because I. I, it's because when it first b- became an option, I was thrilled with it. So I was, if anything, advocating for the black emoji. So like, and now I guess there's like, because it's been around for a while, maybe now, and especially with like all of the racism things and like the history of, of racism being brought more to light to everybody um, that I think, I guess I could reconsider it, but I don't no, know. Stick to your guns. I know. I just wanted to address it. I was curious where. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that's what, I mean, it's just, that's what it is. I like it. But I think that, and I also think because I'm the whitest girl, 
Like I'm like the whitest girl. <laughs> so it's, I, I guess it is funny to me, but I could see how somebody else would take it. Maybe, maybe take offense to it. And like rightly so, you know, and I think because of all of this, like coming to light, that's another thing of like me being aware, not to get like so deep into that, but like mm-hmm. me being aware of like the hardships that, black people have faced their entire lives and learning more about it. Like racism is still a thing and, and it, and, and, and it's so much still a thing and how 100% still a thing. And it's something that I don't know about personally because I'm not in their shoes. So I'm learning more about it and I am being more sensitive. And, and speaking of progress and progressing, Oh God, I, I used an all-gender bathroom for the first time yesterday. Oh, my God. I saw your post. Did you see it? Yeah, that's... How a... cute is the sign? Oh, my God. So it's, it's so cute. So it's a, it's a, it says all-gender restroom. So there's a girl, you know, yeah. the classic girl sign. With, with a guy, skirt. And then half guy, half girl. I love that. So I was like, all-gender? Oh, I'm like, 2017. Hello. Let's, do it. let's walk in. I don't know what I thought about it when I did it. Wait, okay. So, I, all right, so here, I'm all for it. I need a little bit of a detail. Where was this? This oh. was at an office building in Glendale, California. What kind of office building? Um, well, I work on the show Ridiculousness. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so they're owned by a company called Super Jacket. So it's like their headquarters. Okay, good for them. This makes me so happy. Well, you know, LA very progressive. Yeah. yeah. Now I love the idea of it. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, P, you do whatever you want. Yeah. You want a guy? Girl, let's all trans, shit together. Let's all shit together. Yeah. I thought that, but then there, when I went, there was a lady, and it's fine. Yeah. But I don't let. It's different. I, I had to fart. Right. I had to fart. Yeah. There's a pretty gal. Sure. Yeah. That was just. So yeah. I, I should feel fine farting in front of a gal and peeing. Also, you keep saying gal. What, are, what is this? Fucking 1890? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Madame. <laughs> Madame. Um, but it's, it was fine. It yeah. just, it's going to take a little getting used to the all gender bathroom. Yeah. I think, well, we're so conditioned to, you know, think it's boy girl. You know, it's like th- that it's going to take some getting used to. But oh, I and think then the lady wonderful. was next door and just. Hearing the lady tinkle, okay. it was fine. Right on. We all pee. We all poo. It yeah, was just, it's it's a I'm different. I'm I'm like, oh, this that's a lady it's, tinkling. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, it's like, look. Also, I would feel the same way. Like, if I was going into the bathroom, if I was shitting or yeah, or you being, wouldn't want a fella. Yeah, I mean, to hear your butt sounds. No. <laughs> well, one, I don't want anybody to hear my butt sounds. This is no. Cause I also need to talk about this. I need to address something. I need to address something. Okay. Anytime I'm in the bath, well, one, there are people that can like poop that like, there are some people that can't poop in certain places that can only poop at home. There are people that are are sensitive poopers. Yes. I don't have a problem pooping anywhere. Like I can pretty, I feel I can pretty much poop anywhere. Oh, that's great. That's that's good to know. (laughs) Yeah. So our audience is very happy. Yeah. We're we're looking, it's getting straight, but still (laughs) anytime I make like a butt noise, like a poop noise or fart noise, anything like this, (laughs) you hate this. Just get it out of the finish the story. I'm sorry. I feel the need because it is embarrassing. And I don't know why. It's like we all do this. We're all like human. We're all in the bathroom to shit or to pee. Oh God. Why is it so sensitive that like if I ever make any sort of noise, I immediately start like, like I'll hit the side of the door <laughs> or like I'll like pound on the toilet paper thing or like I'll cough. <laughs> like I'll start, I'll start like <laughs> making noises as if like that was that. You know how like yeah. sometimes like uh, someone will like fart and so to, for them to like be like, it wasn't me who farted. They'll start no, making noises with the chair. D- I definitely do the pre-poo cough. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sometimes, sometimes I'll flush first. I'll flush first And too. the sound of the flushing will hopefully take away the sound of the butt noise. The thing is that's so weird about that is like, what is worse? This person either is like, oh man, this person really needed to get that out. Or there's a fucking crazy person in the stall fucking banging on the walls. <laughs> like it's, it's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. Yeah, I don't. Oh God, it's a like, I know. I start like banging. It's like, why is there a band <laughs> happening in the fucking stall? Oh. Also, I always. This is kind of shitty. Spe- no, <laughs> zing, no, zing, zing. no pun intended. You got the jokes, girl. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I always will choose the handicap stall, hands down. If there are all the stalls. And there's the one, the one big one. There's the one big one. It's, oh, yeah. uh, I always go for that Have one. Have you ever gotten out of it? And there was a lady in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, like you're an asshole. And I feel like an asshole. But in the moment I went in, nobody was there. Oh, you get your own sink. Oh, you get your own sink. You get the diagonal mirror, which is a little weird. I guess it's uh, meant for the people in the, the wheelchair. The diagonal mirror? Yeah, like they'll diagonal the mirror down. So oh. if you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you get the rail. You get a rail. You can hold on to it if you want. Hold on if you bang on the rail. Hey, bang on the Make rail. Butt sounds. Bang on Man, the rail. Life I, is good in the handicap life, stall. I love the handicap stall. I think all stalls should be a handicap stall. That's a really good idea. I mean, every stall should have some more room. Yes. We need some more space. That's a good call. Yeah. Why don't? Why doesn't every stall have a fucking sink? I'm wow. advocating for this. That's why, amazing. Why is it only the handicap people get the the nice bathroom? Well, because they. Well, need I mean, it. I get it now. Yeah, I'm a dick. Yeah, but, you're a but, dick. But but still. We should all, that's a really good pitch. I think that's a good pitch. And also when people come out from the bathroom, we all are kind of like, ooh, now we're sharing a sink with with the person who hasn't washed their hands yet. And there's, you know what I mean? Sharing a sink with the lady that was banging on (laughs) on the wall. We should all, every stall should have its own little world. Yeah. So have you have you been in a trans? Or I guess it's not a trans. All gender. Yeah, no, anything I bathroom. Have, no, I have yet to see it. You posted that, and that was the first time I saw that, and I'm like, I think it's wonderful. Oh, can I tell you? But I bet that I would have the similar feelings that you would have. So, that you would have. Yeah. So I posted the picture of the all gender bathroom. Yeah. On my Instagram story yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, at Smitty Balls, if you want to follow. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Well, then at me, too. But I'm not going to at me. You at me. Uh, what are you? Megan Blanchett. Yeah, that's it. Megan okay. underscore Blanchett. Beautiful. Jesus anyway, Christ. so I post that picture of the all-gender bathroom. Yeah. And one of my followers, who I don't really know, her response is no. Who is this person? Do you know her? She used to listen to a radio station that I work for in Florida. Okay, so you don't really know her. She was. Don't like, really know her. Don't think she's... Don't. Super progressive type thinker. Okay. Well, Florida one. Yeah, Florida. Which, whatever. That's fine. So she responds to the all gender bathroom. No. My response is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Being the gay. Then she writes. That you are. Then she writes gay Smitty balls. Just gay. What? Like, what is this? The fucking fifties. And also, you guys don't have that report. Like I can call you gay. Yeah, and that right. I don't even know this lady. She goes gay Smitty balls. Just gay. I go amen. Love gay people and everyone. Great. She goes, I love all people the same, but to alter science is to accept fantasy. And so alter then I'm, science? I oh, oh, so I see I start what arguing saying. her, and then I'm like, oh, she's kind of crazy. I, I don't want to get into it. No. So she's been messaging me for the past 24 hours. I haven't responded. I think I'm going to have to block her. Yeah, you got to block her. I'm going to block her, ragging on the To gender. alter science. I mean, that. Shut up. Whatever anybody wants to do is their own goddamn fucking business. Yeah. Bottom I, line. And I fully support the all-gender bathroom, yeah. but I do feel weird 
Making it's, butt sounds in front of ladies sure. and even peeing. So it's just going to take some getting used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take getting used to. I mean, you know, think about it. It's like, so it's kind of the same concept to go back to racism a little bit to integrate it. Like oh, when I was home just this past week and I was talking to my dad and we were talking about all, all this politics nonsense that's going on. And I said something like, you know, you guys must be like kind of like in awe of like the amount of progression and things that you have seen changed in your lifetime you know because we got into like 9-11 we got into you know like just all of the different things that have happened in my lifetime Mm -hmm. and he was like oh yeah he's like it's it's wild because he's like you guys are going on about you know racism and how it still is and which it's totally still is but he's like when I was a kid I was in the world where there was a white bathroom and there was a a, a black bathroom. Isn't it crazy that, that that was in our parents' lifetime? Lifetime. And so that's why I'm saying like something like this. And so my dad was like, and I ha- he's like, I have to admit because it was in our lifetime. It took a little getting used to. So wait, to. do you think back in the day when there was first integrated bathrooms, a white guy was like, oh, I just feel weird making butt sounds around. I a- doubt it was. A, <laughs> I think it was less about the butt sounds and more about like somebody's equality as, as like a person. So maybe I'm like, behind i gotta get just shut yeah. up and get used to it yeah. i gotta start farting in front of the ladies i mean I, and if i hear a little tinkle tinkle that's the way <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't know i think yeah i think it's just gonna take some time and uh like i said it was in the super jacket building they uh they run ridiculousness which is a show on mtv well i think that's awesome and i wanted to tell you a story though okay about ridiculousness mm-hmm. so I work on that show. It's a MT. It's like a. You've, have you seen it? It's like Mm-mm. a clip show. It's like Tosh Point oh. It's like Who's America's the, Funniest. Is it? It's Rob Deerdeck. Okay. Hosts it. He used to be on Robin Big. Mm-hmm. Big just passed away. And then there's Chanel West Coast. It's 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 a fun show. And I've never seen anything like it. They pump out two episodes per taping. We get in there at eight. We're done by two, and Great. two episodes pumped out. So part of my job on that show is um, I'm a stand-in. You know, mm-hmm. stand-in mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know. Before the show happens, they'll like they'll put me up there sometimes, and I'll be like a fake Rob Deerdeck. So to like get the camera set, you get and the, the lighting, everything set, ready. You get the lighting, right? So when the expensive actor comes in, they don't. So when waste the actual time. talent steps in, they're in a good situation, yeah, yeah. right? So I was on stage the other day. Uh, I was being Sterling, who's one of the co-hosts, and so they're doing, they're getting all the camera angles now on that show. There's two cameras pointing at him, yeah. and there's a camera pointing behind him. I get a text message. I look at my text message. It's a nude. <gasps> oh, God. So you have that on the so thing? So there's TV monitors everywhere. So I check my phone. It's a naked lady. Oh, amazing. I go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So for like a split second, yeah. I, got a, I got a sext that was on all the screen. I don't know if anyone quite caught it. Do you want to see this picture? No. I'm showing you this picture. Oh, God. Hold on. I think that's amazing. That's always like, that's always a risky thing. I know, but like, who sends a nude? At, God. This was at 11.30 a.m. Yeah. I think yeah, there that, should be a uh, post 10 p. Yeah. Post 10 p. Post with the 10 p. 10 p.m. Oh, I would say post 5 p. Post 5 p. <laughs> when you're off work. Yeah. Okay. So hold on. I gotta yeah. show you this. So. Yeah. Well, anytime really. Just just not not pre 12. No pre 12. Yeah. Oh, she's on Eastern Coast. See, it's different. Oh, you can't. So she was at yeah. like 2:30. Yeah. Hold on. Can I please show this? Wait. Wait one yeah. sec. Let me pull this up here. Hold on. Um. I don't know if I want to see it. Oh, I gotta show you. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Are you ready for this? Yeah. You ready for a the full pick? nude? Well, what am I ready to say? All right. So Let imagine me just this. Say, just, sh- just hit We're me, doing hit a me. fake ridiculousness. Yeah. I'm on stage. Yeah. Ring. It's casual though. So you can yeah. check your phone. I get this. <laughs> that's like also she's got a great ass doesn't she have a, that's a great butt isn't it that is a great butt god it takes so much skill to get a good nude i know oh god that's a good butt yeah i saw her when i was in florida okay uh, but okay so one of the jib, oh the i jib, know who that is so the jib camera guy yeah he goes i noticed you were uh fumbling with your phone up there really <gasps> you were acting a little crazy and he goes what do you got there and then I show it. So then I end up. Yeah. So it becomes a thing. So all, and you know, all the camera guys, yeah. they're into that. They're all a bunch of horny assholes. Oh my God. No. <laughs> no I'm, <laughs> I'm not, just kidding. A I'm bunch just kidding. Of I know. People. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Have you ever had. Oh my God. Uh, a mistimed well, nude? Oh, um, every day. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, one, I have to say that I did stand. Like when I was worked on a show before, I was a stand in a, a few times. And I'm the worst stand in because I like pretend like I'm on the show. I kind of do that too. So like I'll like I'll like I'll like make like a fake. I'll like start talking and do. Yeah. And they're like, please stop. We're not interested <laughs> in you. We're interested in the real. Yeah, talent. as a stand in, they literally don't. They just want you they to just, do the least. It's just to check the mics. They just want you to stand there. Yeah, exactly. Literally in the title. Check the mics. Get the cameras. It's that's just, it. It's in the title. Um, <laughs> just stand in. That's all we need. Um. <laughs> I always think that though I'm like that maybe this is the moment that this is my big break. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Oh, we actually we want her instead." No, no, yeah, cuz I'll, I'll, I'll like toss it to yeah. the video. I'm like, "All right, here's the video." I'm like, well, "I did that pretty good." Yeah. Man. Did y'all notice? And nobody nope. gives a shit. Nobody gives Everyone's a shit. Everyone's on their phone, they're just waiting for the real show. Yeah, the totally. audience is about to load in. Oh, totally. By the way. Yeah. I'm um, sweating. I feel okay right now. I was sweating before. I, I don't pits. I don't see sweat pits. Oh god, I can feel it. Yeah. Can oh, I, can you want to put her on? You want to put her on? I'll put her on. All right. All right. I'll uh, wi- whistle a ditty while you're doing that. You're a good whistler. I'm back. You know, you heard our theme song in the beginning, and right? that's it. We, me and my roommate, wrote that song together. That's great. Is that it? Yeah. No. Oh, no. No. The, the what is that? Goes, um, that's something, though. What is that whistle? That's our theme yeah. song. Yeah. The other one was the Andy Griffith show. That's right. Okay. But what, we wanted a cute theme yeah. song, and so I go to my roommate. I go. Just make her cute. Yeah. Hugs and hugs. Yeah, cutesy. I like the idea, because our show's a little risque, mm-hmm. so I like it to be a cute name with risque content. Yeah. He played this little guitar, did he? He's like, why don't you throw a whistle on there? And I'm like, surely. Put on some <laughs> surely. <laughs> I put on some headphones. Oh, One my God. One take, I did it, and that's our theme song. Amazing. Pretty cute, huh? Very cute. Oh, my God, this air conditioning. Life-changing. Life-changing. It's fucking hot in California It's right hot now. in California, but it's so it's so hot in Florida also. Like, the, the humidity in Florida is out of control. Isn't it something else? It, if I you, can't if believe- you've ever been to Florida, the moment, especially coming from dry-ass California. California is the driest place I've ever lived. Yeah. You step out of the airport. Did you fly in Fort Lauderdale? I flew into West Palm. Ooh. Best, one of the best airports in the country. The best airport. But when you walk yeah. out, right? Yeah. You just literally, if you just feel, it's like you get hit with like a wet, hot cloth. It's, yeah. it's like you're immediately in a hot bath. 
It's like it's insane. It's kind. It's gross. Like I feel also going on like jogs in Florida it is completely. It, you feel there's like an extra thirty pounds on you because oh, it's crazy. the heat. It's just like you're so. It's just so. It weighs you down. But weighs you flew you into PBI. Huh? Flew into PBI. Did you? Um, I can only imagine that you masturbated in PBI. No, no we don't do that also, anymore. Also, let me just make this very clear. In case you missed the first episode, <laughs> we found out that uh, Megan's had some fun in a couple airports, no, few it, airplanes. Okay. Well, also that's. Because now I'm so sensitive about it, I haven't masturbated since. You haven't masturbated? <laughs> Do you understand? I feel like I can't go there now. Like, I, I can't allow myself to get to a place where I'm, like, comfortable now because I just think my dad might be listening. So or how is it now? So be, so your, your parents started the first uh, episode, which was probably, it's probably going to be the most risque episode we ever released. Yeah. We came out of the gate. I came like, out of the gate. We I came out like the Kool-Aid man through the wall, just not, oh, you, yeah. you went for it. Yeah. I so did they lecture you about your content? Or? Well, so here's the, it's, yes, they did. I feel like, and it's, uh, it's such a weird thing to talk about because I am just used to, when it comes to, you know, doing comedy or being on stage or, or just me as a person, like I'm a pretty cards on the table person. That's what we love about you, Hugs. Thanks, Hugs. <laughs> so like, <laughs> thanks, Hugs. Thanks, I really needed that. I really did, actually. I really did. No, because. Oh, my I, dad's like, I fucking love that Huggies. Uh, oh, he. She had me pissing my pants, I, that Huggies. I love that, man. Yeah. I love it. I like, I've always been that person. And so it's, it's, and, I, and when I'm on stage, when I do my comedy, I'm just, it's, I talk about whatever. And I think, you know, I've, after shows and people have said, you know, I, I, you're, it's refreshing. I mean, a lot of comics do this, you know, like talking about things that are uncomfortable and mm -hmm. talking about things that, like everyone like, like butt sounds look, and transgender bathrooms yeah, and look everybody ev we're all human and we all do disgusting things yeah, when nobody's around we're all really gross I'm especially gross uh, okay I agree <laughs> <laughs> but like to be able to talk about it, it I think it relieves things for other people now that's not even my goal I'm that's not a like, huge part of this podcast though I think yeah that's kind of what we're going for right and I'm not saying that I'm some you know superhero because I'm like well I can I, I, no. I relieve this for that's not my intent it's just who I am I'm talking about whatever I don't give a shit what you think about me if that because because I know that deep down I'm a good person mm -hmm. my intentions are good and bottom line so I made so, so I, are you cool with your parents now are things, they cool th with the podcast <laughs> things are cool now and I had to give myself that talk because after that aired and my parents both listened um it was it was weird they were just you know they're also their thing is like is this good for your career talking about this kind of stuff do you have you don't have to get so dirty and I understand their point of view mm -hmm. I just have to really feel good and confident about myself and advocating for myself and like being in the world I'm in you know like being a comic and especially being surrounded by everybody I, I'm just so used to no, not censoring myself right and and talking about whatever and I know it podcast is different because it's here forever you know a live show it, it's there and then it comes it goes right but so this is a little bit different and it is making me think about certain things you know um which is good it's all um it's only learning um but there comes a point I think with in any comics career or life progression whatever that they have to kind of get over that hurdle of fuck it I am who I am because all of us have family. Preach it, hug. Well, we all well because it's it's you are who you are. Well, listen, okay. <laughs> I really hate you right now. That's not, I'm not trying to preach. I'm just because I went through a huge thing when my yeah. I'm like, oh my god, my now I I'm like, oh my, 
my parents I, 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 I think I'm so worked up because my dad listened to the episode and then called me and basically was telling me that it was dis- I'm disgusting and so then I like couldn't even talk to him and I was freaking out because I'm like oh my god I go home in like three days one of them my, one of my parents if not both are going to be picking me up from the airport and then what I'm going to have to sit and have dinner with them and, and with them knowing whether thinking you know whether or not I may or may not have masturbated on my way there take a breath Hawks. I know take a breath it's I know it's You're it's good. a it's a big it was a big I went through a lot but it was but you got through it now I got through it and I, so now you will actually promote the podcast yes you will yes of course I will put it on your Facebook Look, I had to get that goes that's the yes the the point was that you have to just get past it's hard when you know talking to your friends talking to whoever is a completely different scenario than your parents and the fam every comic has that time in their life when their family or Aunt Susie or somebody that you don't talk about that kind of stuff with is going to be in the audience, is going to listen to it, is going to whatever. And you just have to, that is the struggle. That is a struggle. How about this? On this episode, I just called out my Aunt Allie. Yeah. Yeah. She listens. Totally. Totally. Did I just dig a hole? Or can she? I mean. Because listen, Aunt Allie, if you're out there, I, I do love you to death. Yeah. I just tell the stories of my life and yeah. that bugged me and I had to get it out there. Yeah. No, that that's fine. And Ann mm-hmm. Allie, if you want to come on the podcast. You're welcome. You are. We, we can do a whole episode. We'll just hugs and kisses the whole time. But okay. until then, call my mom, please. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I feel I feel better about it now. Things are fine. There were a couple jokes that were made when I was home. Okay. You know, like regarding whatever, and I had to. Did do- they ask you if you masturbated on the airplane on the way <laughs> no, to the floor? No, okay. thank God. And I didn't. You're retired from that now. I I, can't, I don't think I can do it again. I don't think I could ever do it again. <laughs> I think I'm celibate now, moving forward. I'm not. I'm masturbating. <laughs> I haven't masturbated since. I'm not touching myself. I'm not letting anyone touch me. I'm. That's it. I, I'm finding Jesus again now. Oh. Amen. Jesus Christ. Hopefully next time you're in Florida, we're there at the same time. I think we're both going to be there during the holidays, so maybe we can record something. Yeah. Get our fam in on it. I wanted to uh, read a nice little email that I got before we go. I just thought this was very sweet. So I got an email from my 11th grade history teacher. Yeah. Who I actually was in her class with your sister. Mm -hmm. We were in the same class miss Tabor. Mm-hmm. so i guess she came across the podcast okay and she wrote this so now everybody knows everybody knows the truth about me this is what she wrote okay she goes so brian smith i just listened to your hugs and hugs podcast number two and i realized a few things i literally haven't heard your voice since you were a junior in high school although you've made a living with it as you pointed out i've just never had the occasion to hear you so it was oddly sort of like i was hearing you for the first time So my first impression of you is that you seemed incredibly open, frank, brave, non-judgmental, and gracious to your co-host. God. Because she needs it. Because she's the devil. I appreciated the chemistry that you two seem to have, and I hope your show is a huge success. We certainly need more love and laughter and light in the universe, so thank you for contributing your considerable talent to the world. Love, Miss Tabor. Also... I realize there's a really good chance I'm in the Uncle Bill, Aunt Susie category of listener. Wasn't that sweet? That's so sweet. It's cool. Like, I haven't... Man, she was such an awesome teacher. No, it's cool. And it also does... It kind of eases my anxiety about, like, all of the information I spouted the first episode. That, like, 
I think like we're all human, regardless of your age or what or whatever you do. And like and to hear like a you know, you think of like a high school teacher and you think that they're like prude or something. No. But like they're real fucking. No, people. she's the one that taught me about income inequality in this country. She was giving me like Yeah. She's a super liberal. Um I like it. That makes no, me happy. I, I, everyone everyone seems to be enjoying it. My dad loves you. I can't wait to have Megan over for dinner. Oh my god. We have He's to wait, over the holidays. We have to interview your parents. We have to interview my parents. We're gonna do it. This is great. I'm very, very. Oh, I excited. never and I never had Miss Tabor, but hi, Miss Tabor. Miss Tabor is so awesome. Yeah, she has a different last name now because she got married, but she's always Miss Tabor to me. It's Perry. She's Perry now. Okay, is she still there at the school? No, she's where I think. I think she works in Georgia. I don't know. She's helping to build different programs around the country that are similar to the Dreyfus School of the Arts program. Great. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think I think we're good. Yeah, I, think I feel good. <clears throat> sorry, I got three. a little. Sorry, I got a little hyper. No, at one no, point. no. It's good. I uh, I know my mom's gonna hear this, and mom, I love you. And uh, by the next time we talk, we'll get the biopsy results. Yeah. It's kind of nerve-wracking. 12 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, it is. It's super nerve-wracking. And I want to say that I'm proud of you because I think you're handling this really well. Thank you. Well, it, it, if it wasn't for my mom having a positive attitude, it all trickles down from there. Yeah. She's so strong. She's like, let's fight this bitch. Like, she's yeah. almost being not like fun about it, but I don't know. I'm so proud of her. And also, what I mean, what are your options? You either get, yeah. you either go to down a dark hole That's or That's what you, everyone says. Attitude, yeah. number one. Yeah. You got to have the right attitude. Yep. So... Tomorrow we find out the biopsy results. That's kind of freaking nerve-wracking. My dad's more nervous than my mom is. Yeah. Well, and he is, he's like, Brian, I can't oh. live without your mother. Oh, I'm like, God, I'm like, I can't. I, 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 I can't. No, and I'm like, Dad, 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 yeah, Dad, yeah. Dad, 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 Dad. I could cry right now. Oh, like, it's, yeah, yeah, I know. Go Please, there. God, let's yeah. not fucking. Yeah. My mom's going to kick this thing's ass inch by an inch. Hopefully they can go and scoop it out. Uh, next podcast, we'll let you know. Let Yeah, let us know. And, and positive thoughts to you. Yeah, mom. I know. I love you, Mom. I love you, Mom. I love you, Huggies. I love you, Huggies. Life is short. Everyone be honest. And, and I love my parents. Other. I love your parents, too. I love my parents. They I do. don't know them that well, but I do love them. Yeah. And we'll get, and we're, we'll, let's make it a thing. And I got to meet your nieces. Oh, my God. Oh, they're little snuggle muffins. Oh, Those my ones. Jesus. I can't with them. They're too much. So cute. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Mom, I love you. And uh, until next time, this is Hugs. And Hugs. <laughs> <laughs>